Hello, welcome to my podcast, The Real Deal with Sean Matthews. I have a special guest here with me today. She is a wonderful lady named Shari War, and she has a lot of passion for helping people. And today I am going to introduce her. She is a health mindset specialist, best-selling author, and international speaker who is on a mission to help people to change their health story in a way that is healthy, sustainable, and doesn't completely suck. Wow, fantastic. Can't wait to hear about it. By working on the root cause rather than treating the symptom. Shari's motto, motto, motto? <laughs> motto after losing 100 kilos herself naturally is you can change your story one change at a time. I absolutely love that. Thank you, Shari, for coming on today. Thank you for inviting me. Happy to be here. Yes, thank you. So um, you're absolutely beautiful. We met at a networking event, and I just loved your energy with what you did. And I saw that you've written a couple books, and it's, um, it's just so inspirational. I would really love you to just share your story and how you got started with this business. So going back about 11 years ago now, uh, I found myself at a place in my life where I was about 34 years old and I was over 180 kilos at that point. Uh, And it's not like uh, I'd never tried to do anything about it. I I had had a, a history of having issues with my weight. I had really struggled with my weight my whole life Uh, and I had tried several times to do something about it and at times I did have um, some success Uh, however what would invariably happen is that some you know uh, something would happen something would come up in my life and I would self-sabotage and put it all back on if not more Um, so you know I had years of losing some weight, putting it back on, losing some weight, putting it back on. And each time I put it back on, I got bigger and bigger and bigger until I found myself at a at probably the lowest point in my life um, within myself to uh, the, the face that I portrayed to the world was a totally different story. I was, um, so often we have that stereotype of the uh, the and I'm going to say the word, I don't like the word, but the word fat, the fat happy person. And that was me. That was the the image that I portrayed to the world. But inside, that was not me at all. Uh, but I was in this cycle of doing everything else, uh, everything for everybody else and not doing what I needed to do for me. And obviously there was reasons for that. Um, I didn't, I didn't know what they were at the time. I just was so frustrated, you know, why couldn't I uh, control my eating? Why, why couldn't I exercise regularly? Why couldn't I do this? Why couldn't I do that? Uh, I was, you know, in that cycle of forever being wrong, <laughs> not doing the, you know, and the shame and the guilt and all of, all of the things that go with that. But what I didn't realise for a very long time is that I had subconscious reasons why I 
didn't want to lose the weight. And that was what stopped me so many times. And that was why I would self-sabotage after I'd had, after I had made some progress, I would self-sabotage. And I, I actually use a quote from a book called The Secret Code to Success by Noah St. John. Definitely highly recommend that book. Um, and in that, he says that you can't fix a why to problem with a how to answer. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what that means is that we all, we, when it comes to losing weight, we all know how to lose weight. We might not know all the steps, but we at least know one or two things that we can do that's going to help us move in the right direction. Um, but if we're not doing the things that we know we need to do or the things that we want to do, if we're not doing those things, then there's a reason most often there is a reason why we don't want to. And that reason why we don't want to totally overshadows, outweighs all of the reasons why we want to. So, you know, I had, I had, I had great reasons why I wanted to um, lose the weight. I had, uh, I was a single parent. I had my own daughter who was about um, 16 years old at the time. Uh, I was a foster carer, so I had other children in my care. Um, You know, I wanted to see my daughter grow up and if she wanted to go to university, go to university, maybe one day have children, you know, get married, have children. I wanted to see all of that. Um, And yet it wasn't enough because I had this really big reason why I didn't want to and I didn't know what it was for a lot of years. And then one day I realised, oh, (laughs) It's because I was scared of having a relationship. As ridiculous as that sounds, I know that every time I say that, people go, oh, yeah, I totally get it. So um, my last relationship had ended badly and I was very hurt Uh and I didn't want to repeat that. Uh And so my weight was actually my suit of armour. It was my way of protecting myself. And it worked very, very well, I have to say. So what changed for me was one day I woke up and I thought, maybe I don't want to be alone for the rest of my life. Maybe I might like to have a relationship. And I didn't, I didn't like what I, when I looked in the mirror, I didn't like what I saw. I didn't love me. And so I thought, well, how can I expect anybody else to love me if I don't love me? Uh And that was enough, that shift, that thinking, oh, okay, I want, I potentially want a relationship in the future, but I'm not happy to have a relationship where I am in my life right now, physically, mentally, emotionally. And so that was enough of a why. I then had what I call, um, I found what I call my why power. I had massive why power. And I was able to make changes to my lifestyle one at a time to release 100 kilos. And my journey's continued since then. Uh, I do say that it started out as a weight loss journey. And when I say that, I mean that I was very focused on the weight, on on the number, on the scale. That was my sole focus. I did everything that I could to get that number down in the beginning. Um, Along the way, it turned into a weight release journey because I realised that it wasn't just about um, losing the weight. I, 
because if I just lost the weight, what happens when you lose your keys? <laughs> you want to find it again. You want to find them again. Well, I thought, well, if I don't, if I don't do, if I, if I don't deal with the emotional stuff, then potentially I'm going to do all of this hard work and then it's going to come find me again. So I did realise along the way that I needed to do not just work on the physical, but I work on the inside of me. Uh, so it turned into a weight release journey. And then at a certain point, it then turned into a health journey. And that health journey has continued today. And I'm pretty sure it's going to continue for the rest of my life. And so now what's important to me is, is not the number on the scale, not the size of my body. What's important to me is how healthy am I? How healthy is my physical body? How healthy is my mind? How healthy is my, my heart and my soul? And that's what's really important. So that's pretty much my story. I love that. How healthy is your mind and how healthy is your body? The way you actually feel rather than a size. And a lot of women could probably relate to that in the fact that there are a lot of women that go on the scales and go, oh, I'm so fat. Oh, I have to lose all this weight and I have to do this and I have to do that. But they don't realize that it's not just the physical they have to work on. They need to work on the mental as well and your emotions, which is so amazing. And that's um, so inspirational. So thank you for sharing your story with us because that was fantastic. So you started this business and how long did you start this business? Um, and, and what is your business exactly? You well, so first of all, I started out, I thought, so I released my weight and I thought, all right, I'm going to become a personal trainer because that's how I'm going to help everybody. Yeah, yeah. And so I became a personal trainer and I was, I was a personal trainer for uh, maybe about 12, 18 months. And I thought, like, it was literally palm to the forehead, dark. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exercise for, for the people that I want to help and the people that I'm really passionate about helping are the people who are like I was um, and most of most of the time they're they're very overweight we're not just we're not talking just five kilos we're talking you know 20 plus kilos um, and most of them don't like exercise. <laughs> I certainly didn't like exercise. So exercise quite often is the last piece of the puzzle. And, you know, one thing I learned over my, my journey, my own personal journey, is that um, exercise is only one piece of the puzzle. There's mm. so many other things that we can work on that are going to be just as beneficial, if not more beneficial, than the exercise. Now, I'm not saying don't exercise. I'm not saying it's not important. That's not what I'm saying. Mm. I definitely encourage exercise. It is, it is very important for our health. Mm. Um, however, it's not where we need to start necessarily. And it's quite often um, one of the hardest things for people to put into place. Now, what helps you put the exercise into place if it's something that you don't enjoy doing is the mindset and my whole journey started from the shift in my mindset it started from um you know releasing the fear not having that fear that was holding me back anymore um and also along the way there was some 
some beliefs that shifted as well, some very big beliefs that had to shift for me to be able to keep progressing and not self-sabotage again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I realised after I'd been a personal trainer for a while that I needed to be, how I was best going to help people was to help them with their mindset. So I shifted to that. I'm, I'm no longer a personal trainer. Yes, I still have the skills, the knowledge, and I can help people with tips and tricks if they if my clients or when my clients I should say when they get to that part in their journey I can still help them with that but I would send them if a personal trainer is the way for them to go I would I would recommend them to another personal trainer I would train them themselves so I shifted to the mindset part of it and that's when um, basically I changed my because my business name as a personal trainer was Sway by Fitness. And then when okay. I shifted to the mindset, I've, I've had a few different business names since then. And I find that as I'm evolving, so is my business name. So it's actually just about to change again. Okay. <laughs> and so your business name now, can you tell us what your business name yeah. now? Yeah. My business name now currently is Fab New Body. Yeah. However, I just feel that, and I've been feeling this for a while, but, you know, changing your business name can be a bit tricky we need to get new logos, got to change everything. So, uh, but however, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, no, I just have to change it because most people, when um, we say fab new body, it's, it, it's, it seems to be very focused on the physical. Well, I feel the message it gives is that it's focused on the physical um, transformation of the body and mm-hmm. getting a new body, which is, which is not the message that I want to give. I want to give the message that um, what is really important is health mm-hmm. and health is not, you know, um, is not a certain size and it's not a certain weight. It's different for everybody and everybody is different. Yeah. Um, so what I'm really passionate is about helping people to change their health story Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that may result in some weight release and it may not. It just depends on the person. Um, but getting to a healthier, happier version of ourselves because even though people want to lose weight, if that's what they're looking for, it's about what is that really getting you? It's you want to do that because you want to be most people from, you know, my experience of working with people, it's because they want to be healthier, they want to be happier, they want to be able to run around with their kids, they want to be able to do things, they, you know, they want to, they want to live life. They don't yeah. want to be stuck on the sidelines of life is what yeah. it is. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. They want to feel good about themselves. Yeah. Uh, so that's really the message that I want to be giving is um, you can change your health uh, and it's not, it's, you know, it's not, important necessarily the weight on the scale or the size of your body as long as you're healthy i'm still not super skinny and and i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with people who are super skinny mm-hmm. um and and that's the message i want to give it does not matter the size of your body the shape of your body or the weight of your body it's about mm-hmm. what is your body like inside mm-hmm. how healthy is it mm-hmm. yes well, definitely, you make a very good point there. I do want to go back, though, a little bit to what you said when you had that fear um, and that change of mindset. What was that for you? What was that change? 
for you saying, I want to change my body and my mindset and actually live a happier life. What, what changed for you? You said something about relationships and wanting a relationship, but was there more than that? Well, initially it was that, you know, I didn't want to be alone. It comes back to connection. We all want to have, we all want to have connection. And I was, my daughter was 16 years old at the time. And, um, you know, I, my, I woke up one day and I thought, she's 16. The natural scheme of things is that she is going to eventually finish school, move out of home, Mm-hmm. We already knew the plan was um, that at 18, so I only had two years, at 18 when she finished high school, she was going, we've got family in the States and she was going to stay with them for at least a year. Like uh, we were doing our own exchange, our own personal exchange program type thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, so she was going to go do that. So I, And she would be there for at least a year, if not longer. So I was like, I'm going to be... What am I, what am I going to be? I'm going to be alone on the couch basically with no life because my life was my children. My whole life revolved around doing everything for them. And I just realized one day I'm just, I'm going to be alone. And that, um, that didn't, it actually made me cry. And I realized, okay, well, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for me to uh, maybe venture out into <laughs> that scary <laughs> world of, yeah. um, of ro- love and romance and all of those things. But uh, I didn't want to do that the way that I was because I didn't feel good about myself. Yeah, that's very informative that you've just given us. And it's really from the heart because a lot of women pr- could probably relate to that um, with, you know, just not even loving yourself and not really, and, and putting all putting all your love into your children and forgetting about mm-hmm. yourself. So yeah. that is an, an amazing point that you give. Um, so thank you for that. And, uh, and, and fast forward to now and, and being healthy and, and helping other people. How is it for you now? And how is it for your daughter and your, your life now? Yeah, so life is totally different. <laughs> I can honestly say that. And look, the beauty of it is, is that as we learn more things, like I, I've, I've learned so much since my, my weight release journey ended. So, you know, I released a hundred kilos and the journey, the health journeys continued. And when I mean that, I also mean about what I'm learning. Like I'm still learning. Uh, I, I have my own podcast as well and I interview, you know, different, people and I listen to a lot of podcasts and books and all of that and I learn I I literally learn something new every single day pretty much Mm. Um, and as I learn new things I'm able to that's what I share with people and I I share them with my daughter first I'm like oh my goodness did you know this let me so you know life is totally different I can honestly tell you she would even tell you that but life is totally different these days um, and we just continue to grow and luckily um, she's coming along the journey with me now there are some things that she just digs her heels in and say no I'm not going to have a bar of that and um, 
that's awesome because at least she, you know, it's not like I can manipulate her if she, if she does not want to go down that path. But the mm. important thing is that I share with her. So she's aware, you know, she becomes, she's, she has learned so many things that I never even knew existed at her age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm so glad that I can, I've been able to um, help her. You know, everybody has their own path, their own journey. Uh, but quite often, we just don't know what we don't know. And this is the thing I find with a lot of people that I work with. You know, people just don't know what they don't know. They don't even know. They, all, they, all we know is what we are told. And if we're told one thing enough times, well, then that's what we believe because that's all we've been told. It's not until you open up your mind to, um, you know, maybe there are different uh, schools of thought. Maybe it isn't that way. And then when you open yourself up to that, which is what I was lucky enough to do, then it's, it's one of those cases where when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And that's really that's right. what happened with me over my whole journey. When I've been ready to go to that next level or to learn that new thing, it's, it's just pretty much slapped me in the face. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it is, it is a case of when this stuff happens to me, I'm like, oh, well, I know I didn't know this. And there was so, I know there's so many other people like me out there that don't know that, so I'm going to share it. Yeah, so that's amazing. And that's the, the beauty of podcasts and, you know, getting ourselves out there and telling our story. And I was on your podcast and absolutely loved it. Yeah. So I would, you know, I wanted to have you on my podcast just so that you could share your story and your knowledge. And it's amazing that you're an amazing role model for your daughter now. And like she's watched your journey through that whole thing. Um, so what I would love to hear, how do you help your clients? So you, you talk, you spoke a little bit about the mindset yeah. um, and you started with their mind. Uh, could you go into a little bit about how you do that? Yeah. So the very first conversation we have before I start talking, before I start working with somebody is um, I'm not going to tell you what to eat. And I'm not going to tell you to exercise because that's not what I do. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that I can't um, and I do when it's appropriate, give some guidance to a certain extent because I'm not a nutritionist. I only know what I've learned on my own journey. But what I really do is I help people to change their mindset around health, weight, the body, life, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I help people to learn to love themselves is one of the biggest things that I help them with. And why is that important? Well, there's a few reasons. So first of all, and this was me, if you don't love yourself, why would you do anything for yourself? Good you point. won't. No, you, you won't. Just won't um you try you will try you will try really hard but at some point because you truly don't love yourself you're going to self-sabotage because when you don't love yourself you don't feel like you're deserving you don't feel like you deserve to be happy so you're not going to give yourself that gift yeah so it's really important to be working on that and i really 
I really have this thing where one of the conversations that I have with people is you need to learn to love yourself now, not be saying when I reach my goal, I'm going to love me. I'm going to love me so much when I reach my goal because if you don't love yourself now, there's no guarantees you're going to love yourself when you get to your goal. Mm-hmm. which is really what happened to me in a way. Like I did do a lot of work on the self-love along the journey mm-hmm. and I, thought, I actually thought that I had that sorted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I realised I didn't because I got, you know, I released the 100 kilos and I realised that actually hasn't solved all my problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what do you mean by that? didn't solve all your problems. You wanted to lose the weight but... You, you said it didn't solve your problems. So was it the, the mindset, the emotions? What was it? I still wasn't completely happy. I still didn't like necessarily what I saw in the mirror. Um, you know, uh, with clothes on, um, that, was, that was okay. But then once I took the clothes off, I'm like, I don't like what I see, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. So, and that was because I didn't love, I did not love myself unconditionally. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I've certainly made a lot of progress on that, but I'm going to say like anybody, there's always work to be done. But that's one of the biggest things. It's not just about learning to love yourself. It's about learning to love yourself now unconditionally because when you do, that's going to make it so much easier for you to do things for yourself. and that's what you have to do if you want to make these changes to your life so there's that aspect of it then there's giving people the different perspective on um, you know we have conversations around it's not just about eating less and moving more it's you know it's 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 about language the language that you're using with yourself how do you talk to yourself Mm. Um, because it's the emotional stuff that is has such an impact it's about what beliefs do you have about yourself so I help people to um, become aware of what their beliefs are and get rid of the ones that aren't serving them give themselves new beliefs you know better beliefs Mm. because that's the thing about belief we get to and this is the thing people don't so many people don't realize that they have a choice there are beliefs that have been given to us from other people and it's it's not necessarily that that person was trying to do harm to us it's just people people learn and people pass on it's like with anything else so say we're talking about our parents well our parents just did what they were taught they raised us the way they were taught so you know but along the way we get given these beliefs and it's one of the most empowering things that we can do is come to the true knowledge the true belief that okay that belief's there Mm -hmm. but that's not my belief that was given to me by somebody else. It doesn't matter who gave it to you. It's not about blame. Yeah. But I can choose what I do with that belief. Mm-hmm. I can put that belief down. I can give it back to them. I can do whatever I want to do with that belief and I can choose a new belief. Mm. 
Yeah. So that's, that's the kinds of things I do because when you do that work, I, I say transformation starts on the inside. Mm-hmm. So you start the inside transformation and then, you know, invariably there will be a physical transformation of some kind. Mm-hmm. But um, what's most important is that you feel better about yourself because even you know, negative thoughts, the way we feel about ourselves, if it's negative, yeah. that is going to create an unhealthy body because it, it, it creates a chain reaction in the body, it creates acid in the body, and then you've got issues. So everything is interconnected. And once people understand that, they're like, oh, okay, it's, it's kind of like um, a ball of wool and you're unravelling it piece by piece. Mm. And, you know, sometimes there's a bit of a tangle and it takes you a while to get that tangle untangled. Yes. But then you get that untangled and a you know, whole heap comes. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah. Totally. And that's fantastic because our beliefs do come from somewhere. And it, it's our job, I guess, in this life, I think, in, in my perspective as well, is that we choose what we want to believe even after somebody has told us something else. So it's amazing what you do for women that are, uh, you know, you, you do, you just, for women, you actually work with women only or do you work with men as well? I, I'm, I'm invariably drawn. I have worked with a couple of men over the, the few years that I've been doing it, but mostly yeah. it's, it's women um, yeah. because women, women, I, I guess they just are drawn to me because of my own story, we resonate and um, it's just, as you know, it's much easier to, to talk woman to woman. Some men are, just aren't ready to open up. Yeah. They're really not. So um, I generally don't work with men. Well, that's good. And I can relate to that because I work with just women as well. And we're just, I don't know, for some reason, we're willing to open up a little bit more than, than men are and, we're not, I think we have a, a, a lot of courage when it comes to that and, and you opening up to your story, you know, with your story. And I don't know how many times you've actually shared your story, but you seem quite poised and, and um, you're not that emotional and attached to your story anymore. Were you quite attached to your story when you first started the journey? Uh, yes, I, I was. And the thing is... A lot of people will, you know, I, I get up on stage and I speak or I get on podcasts and I speak and I've written books and, and I do things like that. And people think that I'm really confident and, you know, I'm an extrovert. I'm actually an introvert. <laughs> I'm a massive introvert. Yeah. And I really, um, I wouldn't do those things if I didn't feel that it was absolutely necessary in order to help as many people as I can help. Because I know that there are so many people out there who feel like they're alone and feel like they're not understood. So that's why it's so important for us to share our stories because, you know, when people hear that, they think, oh, so it's not just me. I'm I, I'm not abnormal. I'm completely normal. And, and what is one of the most important things that they get out of it is hope. Mm-hmm. They're like, it is possible. There is a way out. It's just a matter of finding it. 
Exactly. Hope is a big thing. Definitely. Absolutely love that. That is fantastic. Well, we are have to wrap up now and I'm so excited that you've been on this podcast today. I do have one more question for you. And that is, how do you see health now in this present moment? And two questions. And what can the listeners and viewers do right now in their life to take that first step to their to better health? So for me, health is a healthy mind, body, spirit, the total package. Um, and what I want people to know is that it doesn't really matter where you start as long as you start. And in the beginning, just pick one thing. This is so important. Just pick one thing that you know is going to get you moving in the direction that you want to go. One thing that's going to create a healthier you. And it doesn't, it can be the easiest thing. Like for instance, it could be that somebody does not drink enough water. Mm. Then start drinking more water and you're going to start to feel better and you're going to be really proud of yourself because you have you made it you made a commitment to yourself that you're going to start to drink more water and you've done that and then once you you have got that and this is what I did along my whole journey once you have that into a habit you've created the habit which might take a little bit of time it may take you know a couple of weeks it may take a month it doesn't matter but mm -hmm. once you are happy that you've created that new habit, then start working on something else. And it doesn't necessarily have to be what you eat and exercising. Mm -hmm. It could be that you know you don't get enough sleep. It could be that you are really stressed out and you know that you need to do some things for self-care. Just do whatever feels right to you that is going, one thing that is going to, that you know is going to create a healthier you. Mm, beautiful. I love that. And one simple step is all it takes, just that one step to get started. So thank you for that tip. I'm sure somebody out there will be listening to this podcast and uh, really get a lot out of this. And you're very inspirational to me, and I'm sure you're very inspirational to everybody that you've worked with. So thank you, Shari, for joining me today. This is The Real Deal with Sean Matthews. Thank you for joining us.